0: I don't think this. Uh, I don't think I the tiger is going to mix with our opening song. No, no, that plays is, is weird. But, yeah.
1: but there's always a lull in opening the show because we have no well, idea. Well, sometimes because we don't re- we don't rehearse we anything. We don't
0: usually. I like to have like a like a conversation to lead in, like we're in the middle of a conversation. Right. But sometimes I just uh, I don't want to do any editing, so I just start it right from the beginning. <laughs>
1: nice, but I, and I know there's there's usually an instrumental. In well, there, I definitely the do that, but I wanted to like work.
0: fade. And as uh, we're having a conversation, concert. yeah. Do you listen to the podcasts? I do. I do. I'm on it. <laughs> you narcissist motherfucker. <laughs> I'm yeah. on it. I
1: should listen to it. I mean, it, it, yeah. Well, uh,
0: it's the Cinema Discovery Project episode. I think sixty-seven. We're on sixty-seven. Sixty-seven.
1: We are close to. I don't know. What are we gonna? Minutes? We
0: got to start thinking about what we're gonna do on hundred. I mean, like it's got to be big.
1: A big, a big. Uh, yeah, it's got something, something something grand. different
0: maybe where we talk about a whole filmography or something. I don't know.
1: Oh, you know, yeah. something like that. That would be kind of cool or like or a whole franchise. Like you pick a favorite you pick a favorite filmmaker, go through it, I pick a favorite filmmaker, go maybe. through it. Or do it, or, or maybe we'll have a debate. Or maybe a debate or have know. a
0: list or something, but here we are on Cinema Discovery Project, we'll get back to that later. Yeah, we're on 67. 67. Yeah. Um, I'm Stephen Billings, and as usual, I'm here with uh, Andrew Cabral. Um, how's the week How, yes. how's, the, how's the week been going?
1: It's going okay, going by fast. It is Halloween week, for those of you listening Ooh. in current time or in the future. Um, and we're recording this just a couple of days before all Halloween. Yes. Um, and yeah, it's been a quick month for October, Jesus. I think i um, not quite sure how trick-or-treating is going to go this year for many people. Yeah, you know, I mean... It's going to be interesting. I mean, I don't, I don't think I it's a
0: big deal. I think you'd go trick-or-treating. I mean, um, I mean, obviously, Halloween yeah, if parties. If nobody's
1: handing out candy, and nobody's handing out candy. I mean, candy. Halloween yeah, parties
0: yeah, yes. maybe is a little sketchy, but...
1: Uh, I never... People dressing up in all kind of masks and stuff, and... I don't know. Eating candy. I, That's not really what happens at those parties, but... Yeah. Totally, you have to think. I mean, for me, October this year, I think, has been more cinematic rewarding than i think in years yeah. past just the the sheer consumption of of you know horror related movies has been right you know like rewarding for me i've been doing you know the 31 days of halloween horror watching a different um horror movie or a halloween themed movie or yeah. whatever every single day and i do and I and it's all films i haven't seen okay. before so, it's all so that's kind of the caveat of it because it's easy to just go back sure. and watch your favorites. I mean, I do mix in a few favorites here and there, like I watched the Addams Family. Did you watch, uh, ho- I yeah, I was gonna Focus. say Hocus Pocus, Hocus Pocus, you know, usual things. You know, I'll probably end up watching, you know, Halloween. um, you know, Charlie Brown, Holly Halloween that I watch every year and stuff like that. I do want to give like, um, Practical Magic a watch, a uh-huh. rewatch, you know, that has to deal with, you know. Which is yeah and uh, a I,
0: did you now i know when it comes to newer ones you watched uh, bad hair right did you not no. watch bad hair yet i think maybe I Dan know. did um so bad hair is on uh i think it's on hulu or maybe it was Amazon I think it's on hulu, but it's a it's a a new film uh it's like a kind of a it's kind of like a monster movie in a sense, but it's like it's like a folk folky lore uh type of movie where this it's about um this young, uh, black girl who's in this, like, kind of like, uh, basically like, uh, an MTV. Like, she works for, like, Mm. it's, I think it's actually set in, like, the, I think it's set in 1989. So this is, like, a, like, a rival company. They don't mention MTV, but you could say this is, like, a rival company. So she wants to be, like, on camera, and she wants to be popular, but the company has never given her a chance, and now there's this new, uh, lady boss that comes in takes over and she's got this like way about her and she's all about like having nice hair so she sends her to this salon or she gets this new like hair extension and basically the hair extensions are like mystical or like oh. like they're they're like has some kind of voodoo on them and so it kind of changes her and it's it, I don't want to give everything away but it's 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 it was pretty good. It was it, pretty solid uh horror movie and it was definitely original. So
1: Oh yeah, that reminds me of, um, uh, the the movie uh, Body Bags, uh-huh. which is an anthology film that's directed by like, uh, like um, like Wes uh, I think Wes Craven, John Carpenter, Toby Hooper. I think let me look it up actually. But it came out like nineteen ninety three, and it's just a series of, you know, it's an anthology, yeah. so like series of short films. Yeah, it's, ju- it's John Carpenter, Toby Hooper. Um, and Larry Sulkis, whom no one remembers. But <laughs> anywho, but there's one in there just called Hair. Yeah. There's, a, there's a short film in there called Hair where there's some creepy stuff happening with someone's hair. Like, they get, like, a hair transplant. Yeah. And, and it's something really, really sketchy about the hair. And the person who gets it is uh, Stacy Keach. Okay. If you know the actor Stacy Keach. And, yeah, there's something really unsettling about the hair that just kind of reminds yeah. me of that. But I've been watching... A lot of stuff on the uh, the Shutter streaming service, yeah. the horror streaming service service, and I've been catching up on a lot of Italian like Giallo films and Hammer films and stuff like that. Uh, even like even like some Vincent Price stuff, just all stuff that I've been like saying for years that I've wanted to get into, and then I'm finally like deep diving right, did, into. You seen uh, Theater of Blood, right? Did you watch that? No, I haven't. Oh, man, you gotta watch. Th- I haven't watched it yet. I think that's like one of the ones that's yeah. on there that's Vincent Price that I haven't yeah, seen yet it's, I think it's the, the only yeah, one i it's, it's,
0: seen. it's a fantastic uh, kind of horror, you could even say it's kind of a comedy it's kind of a horror comedy about a mm-hmm. kind of a shitty actor played by Vincent Price who <laughs> who's, uh, he's a Shakespearean actor and he
1: oh yeah I know yeah, and he
0: gets okay. and he's he's so pissed off at all the critics that, that have written bad reviews that he goes around and kills them in very Shakespearean ways um
1: yeah, he stages them like like famous deaths from yes. Shakespearean's work. Um, yeah, it, I've it, it. I have heard of keep you know I keep scrolling over it. It's and I'm really like, fun. Should I watch yeah. it? You ever do that? You ever like look at a movie and you're like, I got oh, it's, watch uh, it later, yeah. and then you you see it again, and you're like, oh. It's I'll watch part it of what's later. good that's, about that's our a collet- like me.
0: having physical media collection because you can kind of put it on the uh, shelf and not like look at it like it and yeah. keep.
1: Well, this is this is this is like you know. You know, streaming. So it's you it's in your see face. It.
0: Every time you go on there, you see it and you're like, shit, I need to watch that. Shit, I need to watch that. Yeah, shit. But if I put it. it on my shelf and I, mean, I don't look I don't, at it, you know,
1: like. I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent because we've got to get into our topic. Yes. But did you see what's going on with Amazon? No. And streaming? No. Um, not streaming, but specifically buying movies? Amazon is in the middle of a. This is just a Cliff Notes version but They're in the middle of a lawsuit. Yeah. And what has come out to say is that apparently in the fine print of Amazon the agreement that you that that's in there between like you know people like us who buy stuff and Amazon is that like you're not buying the actual movie or TV show you're just buying like the rights to watch yeah. it so they can take it so they can get it take it away from you or you can lose it at any point sure. point. and we brought that stuff up like yeah, a we, year ago with Apple yeah, and iTunes yeah. and it's still a thing and it's even worse now. And this is
0: why we make... It, look, we don't want to do a I told you so.
1: But yeah, this is
0: why buying physical media is important. Because you actually own it. You know, it's... it's in, Yeah,
1: no one can... T- I mean, people can they steal sure, it. Sure, they can take it from you physically, physically if they wanted to. But... I mean, you can, you can lose it. You can break it. You know, we've, we've said this before. The discs do can sure. wear down over time. I mean, shit like that happens. But at least when you buy something, you own it. Because if not then basically you're just paying for an extended yeah. rental if someone can take it away from you yeah. and that's why pretty much what amazon is arguing against like the person suing them says like hey in your thing this says that you can you can do this and it's wrong and amazon's like no that's the agreement and it's like that's the downfall of of this digital like streaming yeah, world is yeah, that you- there's no object, you know, there's nothing, you know, tangible well, everybody's, for you to actually grasp yes, onto. Yes,
0: everybody's willing to give up their ownership of something for convenience, you know. And that, if that, if you're yeah. willing to do that, then that's on you. But if you, it's the consequence yeah, I mean, of the convenience I mean, you get, yeah, we, you know, with that. So, um, again,
1: Stephen and I, we stream stuff all the time, but in terms of purchasing, yeah. I usually don't buy of digital versions nope. of movies, and I know a lot of people do because a lot of people don't have the physical room to have everybody's of, got their own you know, situations of movies, yeah, but everyone's in their own unique. But if situation. you're really
0: serious about yeah. collecting, I, I always recommend wh-
1: yeah. physical, and then some people collect digital forms of other media, music, and comic yeah. books, and all this kind of stuff. It is all depending on what's best for you. But sometimes there is a caveat there to where you can lose it. You know, if if the website that you're on where you store all your movies and stuff all of a sudden crashes or you know goes under, you know financially, and you lose everything, what happens then? It's you know, I mean, it's it's a whole big thing. But yeah, we 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 spent we spent because we got a long we got a long movie. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to
0: run through this one because this is a two almost a two and a half hour uh, serial killer movie.
1: 2 hour and 24 minute movie. It is a foreign film. It is a a Korean film and it is I Saw the Devil. Yes. And this is a film that came out in 2010 in South Korea, but I think it made its its premiere over here at Sundance in July of 2011 uh-huh. and it is one of the more graphic films I think I've seen and it's like I told like well, I don't know if many of you had tuned in for our Night of the Hunter um, episode last time, but I said like when I went to buy this movie on Blu-ray, they literally had to see my, <laughs> my driver's license, my ID, yeah. to make sure I was old enough to buy it. Because it, it is an unrated movie. It has no yeah. rating from the MPAA. So it is, you know, that graphic of a film. And it's a film that, is unrelenting and unflinchingly graphic. Yeah, you know that. Usually, and they
0: in certain scenes where maybe the camera would cut away, or, and you would just hear thudding, or you know,
1: or there would be implications. Which, which,
0: of course, that's some great filmmaking. You know, when you can, it, it's almost worse when you can you use your imagination to believe to to, to kind of make that make it up for you. But there's something about how raw this movie is. Um, that it, it, it's unsettling to watch. Like it does, like you said, unflinching, it does not move away from when somebody decides that they want to bludgeon somebody or, you know, chop up, you know, stab somebody or whatever it is.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's from, I mean, I mentioned, um, Last time, just several films when I think of I Saw the Devil, several films that I just kind of all lump together is, like, you know, the work of, like, Takashi Miike, things like, you know, 13 Assassins, uh, Ichi the Killer, a movie like Audition, you know. I mean, um, there's something about them
0: Koreans that they just love, like, torture violence.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well part yeah like someone like a Park Chan walk as yeah. well which I mean we we did do old an old boy episode um uh, coincidentally the actor who plays the devil in this movie um uh, sik Choi is the protagonist if yeah. you will loosely Ode Su in old yeah. boy so he looks familiar but just the p pe- I don't know what it is when it comes to eastern Eastern Asia whether it be Japan, China. Uh, Korea South Korea um, they they tend they tend to take more chances and be more bold in a lot of their filmmaking and more stylized than we get yeah. here and that seems to be you know a lot with international cinema and just in general I find yeah that. but specifically these films tend to be very raw very very yes. bold and um, apparently the he had the director of this film and we're probably gonna butcher these these uh, these people's names. Uh, ji woon Kim uh, apparently he had to cut like 80 to 90 seconds of, of footage just to get it uh, you know a proper rating in order for it to be like exhibited in in South Korea or to be like sold in South Korea and stuff like that um, so yeah it's a really graphic film but um let's get let's into it. it because it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit of a tour yes. here so uh, just the opening scene. The opening act of this movie is extremely unsettling and graphic yeah. as hell. Um, it's snowing. So it's a snowy yeah. night, and I don't know what it is, Stephen. When it comes to inclement weather in movies, bad shit always God ends up happening. It. If it's raining, stormy, snowing. How does the,
0: how does the Earth know? <laughs> yeah, how does the Earth
1: know? There's o- something always bad is going to happen. It's an ominous omen. Yeah. That's what I like to call it. Um, so this woman who is um oh what's her name her name is uh jang jukyeon uh her car is her car is stuck with a flat tire on the side of the yeah. road which is not a good place no. to be it's a dangerous place to be for nope. anyone specifically a young woman like herself who will tend to be the most vulnerable when it comes to being attacked in this type of scenario and she is there she's on the phone with, actually so yeah. we so it's set you know in that you know, it's set in, I wouldn't say modern day, 10 years ago, whatever. But there are cell phones around. Yeah. There are things, you know, instant communication between people, which I always find to be kind of um, fascinating, you know, as time goes on. There are just, there are more ways to contact people if you're in danger now than ever before. And yet, still bad things happen. Oh, yeah. So it's, it just shows you, you know, there's been just, you know, evil always permeates through everything. But anywho, she's on the phone with her her uh, boyfriend who or, or her fiance that we learn yeah. later on and this guy is and we learn later that he is uh, part of like south korea's like special intelligence uh service yeah. the national intelligence service so i guess he's like a secret agent basically like he's like like a secret agent or something
0: yeah. he's very very well and trained he,
1: very well trained, and he's portrayed by Khan Lee, and his character's name is is Kim Soo Hyun, and so so he's on the phone and he's at work doing something like he's getting ready. He's he has the airpiece in, so right away we know he's in some type of security situ- situation, and she's talking to him like oh, she's saying like oh yeah the tow truck is on its way, but you know someone someone just approached my window. But before that happens, you get this film kind of utilizes this several times and I find it to be the most unsettling camera angle in any movie is the POV camera angle. Yeah. It just really creepy. Like you get inside the mind of like the most disturbing characters yeah. through their point of view.
0: Yeah, and and so and so they he, have a moment here where that you you just even though this is like one scene you get a moment of which is important that you get what this relationship was like—very, very sincere, very loving. He he starts to sing a song for her. Yeah.
1: Yes, he. Does. He has to go into the bathroom yeah. to do it because he doesn't want to be embarrassed. Yes, but
0: it, she, it gets cut short, and then, but then he has to go, and so, you know, he tells her, you know, you know, lock the doors and wait for the tow truck. Don't take any help from anybody. Um,
1: yeah. Don't take any help. Which from is obviously
0: person. what you would want to do. So.
1: Yeah. So. This guy, whose character is called Jang Kyung, Jang Kyung Chul, he he's he's the type of person. First of all, this guy's oh man, probably the most lack of a better term, fucked up individual you'll ever see in a movie. Yeah, he he's but, um,
0: completely <laughs> devoid of emotion, like uh, any kind of em- yeah, any kind Will, of empathy yeah. at all. Um, is it's not there. Um,
1: Will yeah, he's a beyond sociopath. Yeah. Uh, but he's kind of like he's a he's also predator. He's a predator, and he specifically, um, um, you know, s- attacks yeah. women. At least that's that's all of the victims that we see. Typically, when he's out stalking with it's, this it, it, this van, this bus van, that yeah, he has. it's
0: typically. I mean, if he has to kill men, he he kills men. But when he's out hunting, it's always for for young right. women.
1: He's always preying on women. But he kills men when they're like in his yeah. way, you yeah. know what I mean? It's a different mindset. It's more know, survival prey.
0: you know, and yeah. then you know his you know it's his it's his pleasure to do the to do the yeah, other thing
1: literally, and so he so he taps on the window, she rolls it down. he said, you know, he says he's gonna check her tire. then that's when they we see that phone conversation with with the fiance and then. She's like, yeah I'll just wait for the tow truck thank you but you know no thank you and and he goes back to his van or we think he does and she's just kind of and she kind of you know like why isn't he leaving why isn't he leaving she puts her lights on and then he attacks the
0: he comes he comes he kind of he'd already like kind of like crept down and then he pops up out of yeah. front, out of the front of the car and starts beating her yeah. windshield with like a pipe
1: yeah beats like her windshield in he get basically along the short of it he he she struggles but he he beats her over the head with he, something he finds
0: it he gets his way in through a window and then uh, and and
1: yeah, then, yeah. and it and he and he's dra- and then we see a scene it's really ominous i mean this whole movie is unsettling as hell but he's dragging her body and there's just a you know a you know a trail of blood in the snow yeah. And it's an overhead shot. And it's a really beautiful shot. There's some really good cinematography in this yeah. movie, and he's dragging her to the to the to the to the van to the bus van yeah. thing, and and then and um, its
0: title yeah and and then title. it pops back up and now she's like in a plastic bag in a and
1: yeah and she's all bloodied and completely just, naked now yeah and he's basically just like getting ready to dismember her yeah. Literally. That's what that's what happens is he's like picking out the tools, he's 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 chaining her chaining her limbs up and um he even makes a comment. (laughs) As as sick as it is, like it's like, Oh, your uh, your flesh is soft, it'll be easy. Yeah. And what is so fucked up about this is he doesn't even kill the person kill her before he does it. You know what I mean? It's not like he's dismembering her after the fact, it's like that's the way he's also Well,
0: Yeah, so he, you know, she, you know, she of course tries to beg for her life and says, you know, uh, that she's right. pregnant. Please don't kill me. I'm pregnant. Well, first he, she's like, why are you doing this? And he's like, why, why are you killing me? And he's like, why not? Why shouldn't I kill you? So th- that right there shows you that he just yeah. doesn't care. He has no feelings on the matter. Now, we don't find out until later that he apparently rapes the women first, too. So...
1: Right, and we also there's also, I mean, we talked about it when we talked about uh, the Night of the Hunter, um, misogyny, dialed up to eleven yeah. with this yeah. person, like he there's the, the there's just telling, the way in which he interacts with women, is extremely obvious that he 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 have, feels like a dominance yeah, over yeah he them. feels like he needs like to a dominate serious yeah serious dominance over um he him. and and the compulsion to dominate is. Overwhelming yeah. in him, like he doesn't even see them as he just sees them like we said as prey versus anything yeah. else. And but uh, so but what happens is he he kills her and dismembers her, and we see we see him like cleaning up afterwards. Like he he's in some they're in some type of underground like basement type yeah. place, and he's like sweeping up the just the blood and, like he's pouring water over yeah, the floor and, and he's and, sweeping up the blood and there's also a great shot of her dismembered uh body parts in a, like a in a, and a, a box, box yeah um and,
0: and also as he was doing this uh, when he chops his chops her arm off her wedding ring her you know her ring flies off and,
1: Falls into and goes that into drain. that drain which comes back later um, so we get all and then we get a cut to like uh there's this kid just Played out in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Like, playing out... In
0: like a field underneath the, an overpass.
1: Underneath an overpass, just hanging out with a stick and just poking stuff. And he finds this bag, and he opens it, and there's a... And there's part a, of an ear. P, part of an ear in it, very similar to Blue Velvet. Yeah. and And then and then we get another cut, and then he... First of all, he ushers the people the people that he's hanging out with over to come yeah. check it out, as if they... As if you, have to, you have to share the trauma, I guess. And then... And then we get another cut to now the place is just, you know, flooded with you know CSI and police and you know newspaper people and just the whole New- area. Newspaper people, completely flooded <laughs> with people.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's funny that you call <laughs> them newspaper people like newspapers are a thing anymore. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no,
1: I mean, at the time, I guess they maybe guess they in two thousand
0: ten, which was only ten years ago, but internet was pretty heavy <laughs> then too. You
1: know, <laughs> very true. Very true. Uh, did, you, did you also notice the the um the uh, the amount of flip phones that yeah, were in this movie a lot of
0: flip phones
1: like uh, they look like the razor flip phones from like the mid2000s. Yeah. I don't know what it was with movies, but for the longest time and this goes up to like the mid like 2010s, like the cell phones you would see in movies would be flip phones. And it's just, I guess like, it's just more. Guys, we have like smartphones been around I for a while I guess it's now. just what it looks doing? cooler. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess, but I, I mean, sometimes I guess like you know, in most movies, like people would be on the run, so they would need like a burner phone, phone. and like and a burner phones were, were flip phones. I yeah, guess because they were cheap. But still, they were cheap. You know, you, yeah, because they were cheap just and like them. non-discreet. You know, you know what I mean? And there was no like threat of copyright because it's like it's just a flip yeah. phone. Could be any flip phone. Um, but anyhow, there's just a, a Beverly. I don't even... I, I bet the amount of flip phones in this yes.
0: movie. So they're all, they're all so, doing it like a, a search of the area to see if they can find anything yeah, else.
1: Like poking sticks and looking in the water. And so and we... One dude finds a head.
0: It, well, yeah. Well, first we get kind of introduced to um, the father of this... of the uh, girl. Um, and yes. uh, he used to be a police detective. He was a chief. And now he's retired. Yes, he a police
1: chief. And, um... You got his name. Oh. It's, um... I, oh, I mean, the actor's name. It just Go- says Squatchy... S- uh, Squatchy... Yeah, Chang? yeah, that's it. Chang? And, um,
0: so he shows up, and of course he's in distress. He He's hoping it's not his daughter that's the one that they found the ear of, because, you know, his daughter's missing. So, so then, yes, uh, they find a head in the water, in the river, and... This is where it gets kind of just. It's it's very disturbing because
1: yeah, there's there's some like nitpicky things about the movie, I guess. But but who's also there is is Kim. He
0: shows up and he's like Kim's he comes on the he's like he parks on the bridge, ahead, you know, above and is kind of watching from a distance. And
1: yeah, he's watching from a distance and but he's there. Yeah. And but but like yeah, the head is of is of the woman and. And they, and so so like then and I don't know what I don't know why I found it so odd, but like then literally yeah. every single person in that whole goddamn place it, it seemed comes odd running over but
0: to really it. what it was was a lot of news people trying to
1: yeah and they're coming just taking pictures and the cameras yeah. and and then every CSI every police person just everybody rushing it just running it's to like they've never had a murder office.
0: in that area before or something you know like it's like no, every news reporter.
1: Also, it's like you're compromising that entire area that they're investigating by trampling on stuff and whatnot. And then the handling of the head—oh man—wasn't the best, Stephen.
0: It's rough. Yeah,
1: they take it out of the water and they put it in like a cardboard box that's lined with plastic. I think you really didn't get a good shot of it, but it was a cardboard box definitely. And I'm like, they don't have like a special CSI cooler thing look it's that,
0: 2010 that no i'm just <laughs> i'm just messing I mean,
1: around <laughs> uh, CSI stuff advanced that far. Uh, was that bad, bad i don't thing? know but I, anyway anyway what happens is they're they're rushing it out of the place because they you know they want to get away from you know people get back at aside, and the guy drops he tricks and then the head just he and rolls and out on the ground out, and you're like what the fuck rolls out on the ground and i'm like what the hell? That kind of Mickey Mouse operation is this? Um, and then of course the person standing there who sees it is the fiance, uh Kim, and and he's like now traumatized, yeah. and now things kick into gear, um uh, because now um that's just the opening. It's just of the this opening, movie. yeah. Like thing, like and what's going to happen now is that. He is going to now try to find who did this. Yeah. So who, who killed his? So his so fiance. basically, him,
0: Kim, and the and the father, and 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 the other, and the sister of the, the you know the sister of yes. the of the woman that's I I can't remember these names, um, but they all decide that they're going to take it upon themselves to find who did this instead of you know letting the. The, the, the police actually investigate, which is a normal trope yeah. of a lot of these types of revenge type of movies.
1: What I and what I also like is when this kind of kicks into gear. Um, we also see there are other part. Um, I can't remember the next. I don't think the next scene. Oh, I think um, they have the funeral, obviously, and it's a really emotional funeral, and there are great scenes between. Uh, the fiancé, Kim, and the sister, and just you see that there, you know, there was a sense of real close relationship between he and the family because we don't really get a sense that where his family comes from, we don't really get a backstory yeah. when it comes to him or anything like that. He seems like a very, can be a very cold and distant person. Yeah. But I feel like he's almost felt like he's adopt, he adopted his his girlfriend, you know, slash fiance's family as his yeah. own, like that's how close yeah. they are. At least and the that's fact that I they're both when it came you know, to the, the father
0: food. and him are both in like you know the same field, based. law enforcement. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, and what happens is so he's they go to the funeral, you know, really obviously sad event. And what and he um he goes to like his bosses and he asks for like time off. He, they ask they're like you can take a, You know, what do you want to take a month? You want to take two months? He's like, oh no, I just need two weeks. I he's like, You sure? Like you, you could take take more time. He's like, no, I only need two weeks.
2: Yeah.
1: Um so the fa- um the father has gotten some some police documents, because obviously he still has connections. And he, there are basically four possible suspects yeah. that that they're that that they're looking at that the police are looking at. So now Kim is going to take it upon himself to um investigate or uh, torture the shit out of these people. Yeah, just go down the list, basically. (laughs) goes And goes on the list. But meanwhile, uh, the devil incarnate himself, Jang, is still out committing crimes.
0: Yeah, so he, he goes after this girl who's at a bus stop.
1: At a bus stop, and he and, and he picks up. let saying, me say this:
0: the women in this area are, are, need to need to do some better time time management. They got to read the news. They got to watch. They the need news. to do some time management yeah. because you're ending up in the middle of the night during the snow out there by yourself. You, you need to think. You guys got to smarten up.
1: <laughs> well, no, yeah. I mean, there's some there are conveniences like that that are kind of bothers them, like. You need, well, I uh, yeah. think it's a little especially, convenient. Yeah. I mean, this was two, I, could, I this was 2000, and you know, the, the late 2000s. This isn't like, you know, 1970, 1980, you know what I mean? Like where people were not as, as privy yeah. to the dangers of the world. And now, like every day in the news, there's people getting, you know, getting captured, getting murdered, getting all this stuff happening to them. So especially young women are the most like victimized you'll yeah. see in the news terrible just absolutely awful and i think this film really kind of points shines a light on that uh, significantly um but yeah she gets picked up and he uh he hits her over the head with a pipe yeah and and this is the woman where yeah okay yeah he, he has this makeshift guillotine yeah and he like cuts her head off with a makeshift guillotine yeah pretty gruesome <laughs> And, yeah. So,
0: yeah, and at the it's... same time, we're getting intercuts between um, Kim uh, going after the first two people on his list. Um, the one, he he makes his way... Uh, the guy's masturbating.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he and catches him God. in the middle of a yeah. masturbation session. Wrong place at the wrong and time. And so he, he,
0: <laughs> he, uh, after he... He gets interrupted. He te- he turns off the porn that he's watching. He turns off his computer. Yeah, he, he turns like, off the porn the right when he's about uh, to gosh, he's yeah. about to you know he relieve himself. Finish. And um, right. then he's like, huh? huh, and like you know,
1: and he tries to. He's like he like grabs like the power the like the power cable yeah. thing, and he's like to turn it on, turn it off, and then you know, and then Kim comes in and like ties him up and like. Asks you know, he's interrogating them and attacks them, and then beat and then uh, beats his private parts with yeah, a busts his balls. Uh, yeah. Yes, literally, yeah. <laughs> literally. Um, but he's not the one, and we know he's not the one, and that's what I think is really fascinating about this movie. And I think it's an old school, almost Hitchcockian level of storytelling yeah. where we, as the audience, know who. Could, yeah. A, lo- a lot of did. time, but the people don't know. Yeah. Who a lot did. of
0: times in movies like this, it's about the mystery of who it is. In this case, it's this is this is more of a straight up revenge movie. We're just we're we're yeah. on the ride of a revenge. So in a sense, this isn't a horror movie necessarily, but it's such a graphic movie that it's hard not to be horrific. Um, yeah.
1: Oh, it's horrific. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it it's especially what he does to these yeah. women, and Then later on the, the 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 his friend that we the, meet. <laughs> I use the term friend. Yeah, we'll get to that. It was more like his protege. Yeah, um, yeah real. F- and and also
0: so also who we meet and they're not I wish this is part of the movie that I wish we got we'd have spent a little bit more time with, um which is the actual police officers that are kind of the main investigators, they they mm. are there with this first first lit you know victim, and they kind of make fun of the fact that his balls got busted and you know so they right. they obviously don't care about this they know he's human garbage, but they got to still investigate. So they're starting to notice that the people on their list of possible suspects are getting attacked. Um,
1: yeah, because he go he goes to the next guy and he attacks him while he's also, on his
0: motorcycle.
1: Yes, he does. He runs yeah. him over. He runs him over, and then and you know he's not the he's not the guy. And then he go and then he, I think I don't even think he gets to the fourth one. I feel like well, he looked at the, the picture of got,
0: him and I think he saw it in his eyes. He was like. This is yeah. the guy.
1: Like, this is the guy, and he goes and and it's 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 our guy. It's the one we know who is the is the murderer, and he goes and visits like his family, um, his parents, yeah. who's with his kid and stuff, and and he pretends to be an in insurance, uh, like he's he's checking up on like life insurance that he that that the guys apparently taken out, but they want he wants to verify his his identity. Yeah. It's it's a whole cover up yeah. story, and.
0: And so then when it, he when, decides, he, when he sees this when he meets the 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 guy's son on his way out, it gives him the hint to where he lives. He knows where he lives.
1: Well, I think he asked, yeah, yeah. like, where does your dad yeah. live? And like, do you talk to him? Or do you, where do you talk? And then that's where he discovers. He goes to the actual place. Yeah. He discovers that the guys like living in like this abandoned, like warehouse type place, or this abandoned like show. You know sh- disheveled home and it and that's the place we know of to be to be it um but he initially yeah he initially goes in there and he looks around looks around it looks like a normal you know like rundown like you know cheap place but there's this there's this um
0: file cabinet
1: these filing yeah. cabinets and they all have locks on them and he breaks the locks open and you know one filing cabinet has all the purses of all the women he's killed. The next one has all of like their undergarments. And then the third one has all their shoes in it. And it's like, yeah, this is yeah. clearly
0: the guy. And then, and then there's like a very tense moment where the door, a door opens and you don't know if there's somebody coming out or. Yeah.
1: That was really
0: cool. Yeah. And so he's slow. And you, you, it's all in the darkness. So he slowly turns around and, you know, goes towards it and you get the entrance to the, where he, his kill room, um,
1: Yeah, because before, early on, when he was cleaning up the blood from the first victim, the woman we saw in the beginning, um, there was this camera-like pan out. I don't know if it was a zoom out or a dolly out, and you saw like this hole in a wall. And this is that hole in the wall that we saw at the beginning. And, And keep in mind, this is like about 40 to 45 minutes into the movie, and he's already found where the killer's... Like hideout yeah. is he already? He's already identified him, and he's already found out where where he lives. So he goes in there and he and he he finds the wedding um, the engagement ring in the in drain. the um in yeah. the drain, and he recognizes it. Of course, he breaks down. I'll say this: the actor who plays the uh, who plays Kim is really oh, yeah. good. Well, they're all they're like he's, all good. He's amazing. They're all good. Yeah, the whole act, the acting in general yeah. in this movie is amazing. But they're they're the two Two leads are uh,
0: great. Two, yeah,
1: two leads are fantastic. Um but what is happening in the meantime, after he finds out who he is, um He we find out that this uh maybe not the best employment I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> no background um, checks? <laughs> no background checks, I guess? <laughs> Nobody I mean the police knew who he was, but I guess no one decided to check up on it. He apparently this van slash bus he runs I forgot what the name of it was on there, but apparently it's a school bus for these young school girls. and of course Stephen he's taking them home, yeah. if you will, and and yeah the teacher just loads them up and they and says take them right home and he's like okay, <laughs> and uh, and of course man. he
0: ta- he takes all the girls home except for the last one,
1: the last yeah and and what we and, and what, we, like, and what fell- we
0: discover during that period is that there is a tracking, um.
1: Oh yeah, yes. on
0: on the van.
1: Kim got some like some tracking stuff from like another agent who I guess like, you know, stole it from yeah. basically. There's this little like this little almost pill type thing that you can track. It's like a GPS yeah. tracker. But he also has this thing that he puts on he put on the guy's van itself to track the van. Um and yeah. So he, so he decides. Yeah. So, the, so he. uh This is part well, one. Well of those
0: th- yeah. Well, well this is what things. happens. Is is he gets a call from the, um, the people, the people that he took the girls from. So he he assumes that now they know about him. The cops yes. know about. So he just
1: Well, the cops like show up to the place and ask, "Hey, is the you know is this guy yeah. here?" And they're like, no, then where is he? Oh, he took the he took uh, the girls. Yeah, home so he or whatever. so he
0: decides instead of going back to his normal place, he decides he needs to get this done now. So he like pulls over where this like greenhouse is. Yeah, and um,
1: this this greenhouse flowers yeah, essentially. Yeah, and um, and he is going to do what he yeah. does, but we actually getting to see. The pre murder. Yeah, like it, it seems like
0: every time we get to a new victim, we get to see a little bit more of his process before he kills them, um, and then more of his, I would say, psychosis. Yeah. So, so he's got her, got her like you know where she's blindfolded. Basically, she can't see. Yeah, she's tied, tied up. up. She's face down in a in a, in a hole like in the ground, a ditch, a ditch in the ground, yeah. and then he starts to basically he's about to rape her. Um, yeah,
1: but the stuff he says. You get, you see, it's about the dominance, misogyny. You see the psychotic nature of him, and you just, just what he says. And it's just like, holy shit. Yeah. Just this is vitriol, toxic stuff. And it, that's disturbing. His nature and the way this actor portrays him is, is, is what I find to be as disturbing as the acts he's committing. Like they go hand in hand, and it's really unsettling. And as he is about to. As he's about to commit this horrific act, um, he hears something. Yeah. And he covers the girl's mouth and he listens. And he. And he's. And he goes to the, the greenhouse and. He sees just, uh, I think, the figure of Kim in, in, like, the doorway, like, down the corridor or something like that, in the distance. So he opens the light, and then you get one of those, like, where each light opens up sequentially to the person. It's always a cool thing they do in movies. Um, And there he's standing there, and then the guy, like, talks to him. He's like, oh, it's about time, like, the police showed up or something like that. Yeah, he's like, well, he's like, I didn't think they'd find me this fast. Yeah, Mm. I didn't think they'd find me this fast. He's kind of gloating. For, for well he's a, a nar- well, we know he's a
0: narcissist, he's a narcissist. Yeah, I mean yeah, but he's got he's got one of them um what are they called, hose ripper re- you know reaper hose a shortened yeah, like
1: those handheld like re- like Reaper yeah. things and and he freaking charges at him like a am wild yeah. man and Kim just <laughs> like you know does his special agent <laughs> kung fu <stuff. laughs> I don't know Kung Fu and and proceeds to beat the shit out Yeah, him. pretty pretty <laughs> beats, easily. He, he, yeah, like he yeah he starts smashing his head on a rock and he's a and he lifts up this rock and he's about to smash his yeah. head in and you know game over movie ends the thing in, is is you know the thing <laughs> is is
0: what we learn about what's going on with Kim is that you know he he says this after you know that he he's he wants to cause as much pain as he caused her. So he doesn't just want to kill yeah, him; what, he wants to make him suffer. And the thing this, this is what this yeah, is what this grows is when, gl- grows in when it comes to his character. It really shows us how far he's gonna fall. This is the start of, you know,
1: yeah. It's well, there's that old saying. I'm probably butchering the saying where you know if you go down the road of revenge, dig two graves, yeah, something like that. Um, because the road to revenge is self-destructive, yeah. and We've already seen that he's been kick. He's already down that road, but now he's just taking further steps, you know, down that road. Like he's going down further, and right. And now instead of killing him and just ending it right here, um, he decides one. He you know he, obviously I believe he frees that girl because we well, yeah. see her. Yeah. We see her, and then he you know he sees her, and then he and then what he does is he, he breaks his wrist. Yeah, he puts him in that ditch that he was in, leaves him an envelope full of cash. Yeah, actually. so he can get around. <laughs> yeah, and then he breaks his wrist, yeah. um, and leaves him yeah. there. And but he put a tracker on him. Uh, and so, so now he's wa- then,
0: he's trying to walk back to get it, you know, hitch a ride.
1: Yeah, and this is when he gets picked up by a taxi cab. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> lucky, lucky, Man, huh? Wrong lucky, ta- l- l- lucky—he uh, got lucky that there's a taxi there, right? That's at least yeah, what the lucky. taxi driver happened says. He'd
1: happen be driving by, yeah, this late at night. Damn, who knew? Anywho, two shady characters, um, but not to the level of a uh, shady, shady as he is. Pick him up, um, and and the guy says, "Yeah, I get it. There's nobody here this late. Uh, you know, you're not gonna find a car, you know, around here this late." And and he already sus- well, he's, He thinks yeah. the, the situation is suspicious. Yeah, well, and we Suspect. get this
0: great shot of him, and then he looks at the dashboard and sees the driver's license of the actual driver, and it's not this guy, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> it's not this
1: guy. And then the dude in the back is, like, smiling like the treasure cat from Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. That's a dead giveaway. Yeah. And then we <laughs> pan over giveaway. to him,
0: and he's got, like, a knife in his pocket.
1: Yeah, that guy's got a knife in his pocket, and then... Um, uh, Chang has, has a knife that he took as well with him. And what we get next is really, I mean, it's a gruesome sequence, but it's really well done. In it's, my uh,
0: opinion. they must've done, they, they shot the inside parts of the scene, must've been like on a stage somewhere. Cause the, the shot mm. like in this, oh, yeah. like the matrix spin around, you know, thing.
1: I mean, you could have done it. They did it for, for, um, Remember that? I mean, I don't want to go off on a tangent, so you're gonna to have to stop me. But um, remember, in um, the raid two, yeah. there was a car chase sequence with a lot of action in it, and they shot all that like, like with cars and stuff. Like you, like they had cameras moving and, and whatnot yeah. like attached to cars this, and rigs. But this looks more like this what is you're more
0: saying. invasive. Like they had to do a spin around. It's a close. It's a spin around yeah. close up shot inside a car, and I don't, I don't even know that you could shoot that. Without taking the roof off, you know, like taking the, you know, like, oh yeah. you know what I mean. Like it's it's yeah. so in close up
1: because the it's literally it's and it's a it's a it's a constant like three sixty spin. Yeah,
0: as he's stabbing and, these two dudes and then, to death,
1: and then you're cross cutting like the car weaving all over the road on yeah. the outside as well, and then you and then it, and then it cuts back into the you know them stab and them getting stabbed. But I'll say this though, they spare no expense when it comes to blood splatter yeah, no. and like. Blood spurting nope. everywhere, and the and just the sound effects of the knife like penetrating flesh, is is pretty pretty yeah. gruesome. It's just like like just that slick sound that you hear. And he and the guy and Jang is like violent as hell. He stabs the guy. He stabs the guy in the neck. He's, he's stabbing him repeatedly in the chest, constantly stabbing the other guy, stabbing this guy, and
0: then they end up in a ditch.
1: Yeah. And they end up in a ditch. Um, but lo and behold, um, yeah, these two dudes uh had already killed like the the taxi driver beforehand. And they had like basically taken, you know they were they were murderers who got murdered by a <laughs> a better murderer. You know, bigger better murderer. <laughs> a bigger better yeah. murderer. And and what's his name is covered in blood now. Jang is covered in blood, so he takes like a like a soccer like Jersey or something. Yeah. And that's in like the, in the trunk. And he puts that on and he leaves the two guys like bodies in the woods. Yeah. And then, um, but the, but the whole time, what's his name is following him. Cause he's got him. Tra- he's got a tracker on him, GPS tracker on him, um, Kim. And what he decides to do is he goes to like a, he goes to a doctor to get his wrist taken care of. yeah, Cause his wrist is, his wrist is broken. Um, and then there, and then this scene
0: is also disturbing. Yeah, he, he, the doctor like, you know, he's very nice and then he calls him, like, son and then that's what sets him off. He, he anytime it's, see, when it comes to men it's almost like it's about authority, like he hates authority. Anybody that tries mm. to act like they're above him um, you know, in and, and any kind of way, he just he snaps. And so he really he gets confrontational with this very elderly doctor. Um, and is probably gonna kill him, if it isn't for the secretary walking in and saying, "Hey, come get your prescriptions," you know.
1: Yeah, this poor nurse Jeez. slash secretary who becomes like pretty much his next victim um, doesn't murder her, but. Um,
0: well, he, he yeah he, he makes her before, yeah we'll get we'll get well, to yeah right we we'll anyway. to in a second but so well
1: basically he yeah he like we said like like Stephen said like he. You know, physically, like dom, like he's very dominant. You know, male alpha dominant in the scene with both the doctor and then this this young nurse. You know, he asks her a lot of just like toxic masculine questions, and we already know that he's a piece of shit. So we already know that that's what he's gonna do anyway. But just like it feels like men can be like that you know without being terrible murderers if you will you know what I mean like he asks her like hey do you have a boyfriend hey how old are you you know what I mean like inappropriately you know hitting on her but it works it works to an
0: extent it gets her in a room with him which is what's sad
1: (laughs) well what happens is she like turns him down and then he leaves and then she goes in this other room and he's in there waiting for her and and that's when he locks the door and has her and has her her strip her strip her clothes off and then, you know, briefly perform um, oral know, sex. You know, forcibly oral. Yeah, basically, you know, rape oral sex. And and then this is when um, Kim hears. Well, yeah, it, he, he he's still got that. He's on. got
0: that listening device on him.
1: Yeah, the, like he's got the earbuds going in in his ears, and he can hear it. So he goes inside. And Which he, like, I he, love
0: this shot. So like. He, you get it from yeah. like the door, and you see like, you know, the guy getting have get you know he's he's raping her, and then like you just yeah. see him walk through the door, come in with a fire extinguisher, and just fucking hit him over the head.
1: <laughs> you know. I thought I thought yeah, that's a great. I thought you were gonna talk about um on the doorknob with a doorknob pot like the. Well, that's great walks, too. Sure, sure. Out, and then like yeah, you get that full. Just background. get him coming
0: in. Th- it's just one shot him walking in he and just, just
1: walks in. Bashes him over the head with a fire extinguisher. And then he hits him again. And they have a little fight. Um, But once again, Kim beats the shit out of him.
0: But the thing is, and this is part of what, you know, is the... Like we say, downfall of Kim is that he continues to let him loose so that he can once again destroy other people's lives. Every time he lets this guy live longer and keeps playing games, somebody else gets hurt,
1: you know? Yeah, and, and, and... It's, it also, it shows like his, yeah, like you say, his selfish nature, because he's so hell bent on torturing this guy, that he's, that his selfish nature is, you know, destructive. Not only self-destructive, but literally, he's trying
0: he's trying to control this animal that he can't control, and he keeps thinking he can, because he's, he himself is, you could say, narcissistic in a way. He thinks he's. Um, you know, skilled enough to control this guy and keep him from hurting people, but he's not. You know, he's not. He can't control, you know, this smoke. You know, this guy's. And you know, I, he says it later, you know, I, I'm, you know, um, you know, I underestimated you, you know. And he yeah. does.
1: He thinks he's controlling the situation, but he is to a certain extent, and he's not. Yeah. I mean, like we just said, he just destroy these people's lives it's because he can't he doesn't
0: understand who he's dealing with he he thinks that this guy has to have some kind of feelings or some kind of real emotion that drives him but it it isn't and that's what you learned in like one of the last scenes of the movie is that yeah he's
1: yeah yeah. but what kim does in this situation um remember you know he broke his wrist in the first their their first encounter and now this time he cuts his achilles Mm. tendon and and it's rough cuts it right out in the blood spurts and, it's nice. and the guy's screaming and and he tells the nurse who's literally traumatized beyond Don't belief, leave. Hey, don't go anywhere. We have to bandage him up. You're going <laughs> to you're like, going to have to what? patch
0: him up after this.
1: Yeah. And he leaves him
0: This time in an abandoned in like car. Yeah. Yeah,
1: in yeah, in a, in, a, in the back of an abandoned car in a parking yeah. lot. And now we see he's got like a he's got like a a boot like a like a like a a boot on his foot from because because of the injury yeah. and he's, he still has his you know his wrist in a cast, he's looking like crap, I mean He's looking rough, you, but you know you who gives think, a shit, right? Yeah, I mean, fuck <laughs> this guy. But I'm just saying, a lesser guy, someone who isn't this animalistically horrific, would probably have given up yeah. by now. But this guy doesn't stop. No, just doesn't stop. And that's the one thing that's crazy to me, or kind of blew my mind, is that. This guy like even after the first encounter where he got messed up like somebody beat him pretty much nearly to death and yet he still continued his terrible ways like he still assaulted that wo- uh, the nurse woman and then and now he's going to even continue to move on and probably assault other people. Yeah. Uh, I mean we know he does cuz we watched the movie but he would probably continue to go there's no you can't teach this, this type of person a lesson, if you yeah. will, which is what Kim's trying to do. Um, but he's he now he decides that he's going to... Um, he's going to go meet up with a friend. <laughs> this guy has a friend? Protégé. I guess so. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know how they know each other, other than we get a hint that, like, like, hey, remember when I first met you? You know that, you know that type of yeah. They, so
0: obviously they know of but they've known of each other for a while.
1: I, I like do do like the local murderers like all hang out like they have like conventions yeah. or something yeah. like, that's how do they have like have a you email, not seen like, behind the mask? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I would, yeah, that's true, but it's like okay, but. But this guy takes it I uh, I wouldn't even say one step further. He's just on another like this side, guy this guy's a different hell.
0: different type. Um he
1: Yeah, he's on a he's on the highway to hell. And he and the fact that he's a cannibal and a murderer. Yeah. So a double whammy. Yeah, so they're at
0: the they're at the I dinner mean, table and he's he's eating this food and he's like really enjoying it and and um you know then you know, he he asks him like, so why do you keep eating that stuff? And he's like It's like, look, once you have this meat you never go back, basically. You know, like. And,
1: oh, I guess that's. Yeah, true. and
0: then we realize he's eating people. You know, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, that's."
1: And it, and it also looks like it's raw. Yeah. Like I mean, granted, Campbellism is raw versus not raw. You really. really yeah. Uh, you're already down the terrible path. I mean, uh. So and the guy's name is Taiju, yeah. um, and he, yeah, he is. He has, but the thing is, he's got like. I don't know if that's, like, his girlfriend or family member. I don't know. But he has a woman companion with him. And we... Other than the fact that she seems really unsettled uh, by Jang, we really don't, like, know anything else about her. Um, And because this conversation is very interesting. Talk about, like, dominance. Um, You know... Chang calls him a crazy bastard and he tries to like, like stick up for himself, but he can't do yeah. it. Yeah, um, Because, you know, it's kind of like, you know, when, you know, an alpha male, an alpha male lion versus someone who wants to be an alpha male lion, but just, you know, it isn't, can't, can't really do it. Um, Yeah. It, and so he backs down, but, but when he gets nervous or whatever, Worked up, he starts crying. Yeah, which I thought was really interesting because like these people have no emotions. They're they're sociopaths. Yeah. you know you can't have emotions being that level of a murderer. You are dead cold as ice. Um, and yeah, so he's like, oh, I gotta prepare, and then he says, oh, I gotta prepare. You know, for the for next meal yeah. time, and we get to see his uh his process, if you will, where he has just a fr- a freezer of body parts and he's like oh i ate all the guts already well time for me to get a fresh a fresh batch and apparently he has he has this woman chained up with a bag over her head in some place and he's like dragging her along and it was it's actually you know this is one of the blu-rays or dvds or whatever where like the menu plays like clips from the movie which can sometimes be spoilerific and one of the clips is when he's leading her down the hallway on with a you know with the chain, if yeah. you will, and yeah, I thought that was interesting. yes. And I think she and was he's,
0: she was a real estate agent. She was the one that showed him that house that they're in.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's another situation where, like, he it's a woman. Yeah. It's not a man. I mean, does he does he capture men and eat them too? I don't really know. But if for for what we know, it's another man preying upon. A woman who he sees as inferior to him, obviously as, as prey, not as you know, not as equal, and he's about to uh, kill her. And Kim shows up because he's you know he still has he's still following. Yeah, Jang. Jang
0: Jang decided to go upstairs to get some sleep.
1: Yeah, he's he's yeah he's gonna sleep on the on the couch with a blanket, uh, and 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 Jang comes in and um. Well, Kim like, Kim stops it from well, you, well,
0: happening. well Kim turns off his music uh this guy's music and it stops him from killing the the woman and then in the process um Kim stops this guy from killing the woman
1: oh yeah yeah but also we forgot the it, during the dinner scene uh Teju basically like said like you know the guy who the guy who's after you was probably you probably you know, created a monster. You know. Yeah, he's he's a relative. He's probably a relative of someone that you've killed. Yeah, you know I mean, he used more colorful language than yeah. that, but he pre- pretty much said that, and he kind of implanted that in in Jang's mind that it's probably someone that he's killed before, and someone related to someone he's killed before, yeah. and and so that's what he's thinking in his head as he's like lying on the couch yeah. there, and and is and the guy laughs. Teiju laughs because it's like you created you know, you're a monster and you created a monster too. And it's really, that's a really fascinating concept that like, you know, going down this path of revenge, you become a monster to kill a monster. You know what I mean? There's the whole thing where like, you know, why doesn't Batman, you know, why doesn't Batman kill the Joker? Why doesn't Batman kill, you know, the penguin or all these other guys? It's because he doesn't want to become them, if you will. You know, he, granted, he keeps sticking them in Arkham, then they come out and kill a bunch of people, but whatever. <laughs> when is <laughs> you know? the cycle going to end? <laughs> yeah, when is the cycle going to end? Uh, but that's just a fascinating philosophical thing to me. Like, you know, the moral decay of one's soul to get on the level to have to, you know, get this level of revenge is, you know, traumatizing to oneself. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so he interrupts this murder in progress. Um, and... He, like, he, doesn't he, he tie he, he, like, stabs, he stabs his, his, hand his hand into a
0: table. And then he, and he, yeah. and he like, takes the collar that was on the girl and then, like, ties, ties his neck but, down. And then so he's about to do something to him. He's about to cut off his other arm. And then that's when Jang shows up and, sh- and he has a shotgun. And he shoots at Kim and Kim has to run away and jump through a window. Now, one of my favorite parts is this part where... Uh, What's his name? The cannibal. Um, he, he yeah. He tries to take the knife out of his hand, but then the handle breaks yeah, off.
1: <laughs> yeah, like the ball, like a ball. Yeah, handle, it's like hilarious. He's like ah, you know? <laughs> Yeah, and then he's got to like pull his hand up like through it. Yeah, pull his hand through yeah. it. it. Looks yeah, it was hilarious. Um, during the fight. Um,
0: Well, now Kim uh, Kim goes upstairs. Yeah,
1: during the fight he knock he, uh, uh, Kim knocks out the uh, Taeju's girlfriend. Well yeah, well, and, uh, well, he jump. Ju- he
0: goes upstairs. He does some great pork core there for a second. And yes, uh, he, he does. jumps, he gets upstairs and you know Jang is kind of like listening, waiting to see he can hear the footsteps and then as Kim's kind of like waiting to see he's wait for Jang to come upstairs, then the girl does attack him, He punches her a few times, knocks her out and then uh, the cannibal, which I'm never going to remember his name, cuz you can keep repeating it. Um Teju um, then attacks him also and then he take he kinda knocks him out again too. And then at the same time, uh Jing shows up and shoots at him again and and then uh, what I don't remember what happened. Oh yeah, he 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 he, 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 he knocks him out. Yeah. Again. Yes again, he does. With like a stick like it looks like a pool table stick or something. Some kind of metal or maybe it was oh, on like a pipe.
1: Yeah, with yeah have like a point at yeah. the end. And and yeah, he just he just he what's, yeah he starts he just and he just him, keeps saying him, why 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 and he's just like
0: and you'd think you'd I'm think after you, that beating a, he'd be dead
1: yeah you would think <laughs> um but he's emotionally he's far gone like i can't remember if it happens after or before this but there's a point in the movie where um he's on the phone with uh you know his fiance's father and, and the father's telling him to stop, you know, you know, you know, don't go, you know, don't go further down this road. We'll just we'll just it might know, just have been this now. next
0: scene where he's he's stop. driving with Jang in his car and he's he's call. He, I think he does call him in the scene. I think this is it.
1: And then, yeah, he talks to the sister. Yeah. And the sister, like, you know, what are you like? What are you doing? And and he's like, I'm doing my job. And he's like in and, and basically they're trying to get him to stop. And he's so far gone that they that he can't yeah. stop. You know what I mean? Like he's 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 dug too deep. He's to not suffered
0: back. enough yet. This guy hasn't suffered any. Yeah, he's
1: basically not suffered yeah, he's not suffered enough yet. Um and what happens is they both end up at a ho- like um at a hospital and he's talking to his his friend, he's just like he you know, it I'm not done yet, basically. The the other agent who had gotten him the um the GPS stuff and whatnot and What's his name is in like the neck and Jang is in the next bed, and he thinks that he think, and they think he's he's completely knocked out, and they're talking about like they talk about <laughs> the G the GPS that that he's tra- that he that he um planted on him by making him uh, swallow it, yeah. basically yeah. eat it, swallow it. Um. So now, um. So now he lets him go again, but this time. Jang is going to get the upper hand on Kim because Jang knows how to get rid of the transmitter. He basically needs to find as many laxatives as he possibly can. <laughs> he needs to can. shit it out.
0: So he, <laughs> he needs and, we, shit and of out, course they have to di- shit.
1: They specifically mentioned diarrhea though. Yeah. They didn't mention just regular old bowel movements. Yeah,
0: and so we have um, to see his shit, uh, of course. Because we see no, everything course. else. So we see him digging through his shit, pulling the... Pulling the transmitter out, and then he uh, he decides to instead of well, just getting rid of it, he decides he's going to plant it on somebody else.
1: Well, not only that, but he calls Kim and taunts him while he's in the process of getting the laxatives and going to do it. And he, ta- he tells me he made a mistake
0: like, that you're going to regret. I- yeah, like you underestimated
1: yeah. me. Now, like I'm, and and then yeah, and Kim Kim goes to uh see uh, uh the cannibal guy yeah. who's down me i for ting jo, God ting, ting
0: tang boo Tae Tae Ju? Ju? <laughs> yeah taeju
1: <laughs> and the hospital like where is, like where would he be going and he's like man you you fucked this up guy <laughs> you, gets, you says, this not, guy always gets he says this is a guy always gets he always gets even yeah. yeah yeah you don't yeah this is not this is not a guy you you mess around with because now he's going to kill your whole family and it's gonna, yeah. It's the thing, it, well, the really, thing is, is Kim doesn't
0: re- know that he knows who he is now. Like he, right. he's figured out, you know, who this guy's related to. So now he knows, he knows, he has to go find this one person's family. Which you could say, in a sense, there's some conveniences here. How does he know all this information? You know, I guess does he have her driver's license? How does he know exactly who he's going after? I don't know that that was explained very well.
1: No, it's um, not really explained. But but well. he
0: you know as he's taunting him, he's making his way to see the father and to go find the chief. You know, um, and
1: yeah, and when he's um, investigating, when he's talking to Teju, he like breaks his jaw in a pretty dude, good dude. Oh his man, mouth. it's
0: it's it's rough. Yeah, what he, he The... He,
1: Puts his hand, hands in the guy's mouth and is spreading. Well, the his guy's jaw laughing at him about everything, blurry. and he's like, "Oh, you think this is, yeah. this, is you think funny? this is funny? It's
0: like I'll give you a permanent smile. Oh, no,
1: because he makes he, he makes a joke about his fiance, yeah. how she was raped before she got killed, and the guy's like, "You think it's funny?" And so he breaks his jaw by spreading it apart, and, and the blood. Well, yeah, he's like, "I'll give you a stuff.
0: permanent smile."
1: Uh, yeah, you know. man, he's that's some oh serious, man, serious. That yeah, that's some serious stuff. Um, but but once again, his like we said, his um, his ego got the best of him by letting Jang go again, by by having him you know treated at a hospital and letting him go, and now like we said, Jang uh, has the upper hand. You know he gets the you know like Steven said, release it, gets the transmitter out of him, puts it in some poor person who's just had to it's go like to a back rent a
0: cop him. or something.
1: Yeah, something. And then now he is on. Now he's loose. Yeah. Now he's just you know he's in the wild. Um, just you know he's he's let off the leash. And like you said, he's he somehow knows where.
0: I don't know. His I don't know how live. he figured out exactly. I guess maybe when he was overhearing them talk. Maybe I mean, he.
1: I, I mean, he does. He did have. The personal effects of all of his victims. I mean, you know maybe I mean? he like, got
0: that, but how does he know exactly which one? Do,
1: yeah, which which victim it how, is. I mean, I guess he assumes um,
0: it's his latest victim, one of his latest victims. Well, maybe? I think he
1: may have noticed the engagement ring. Yeah, maybe that was on, that Kim put on after he had found yeah, it. That might be it. And he was using while he was yeah. fighting him. Maybe he remembered that detail. Yeah. I mean, the guy does seem a bit t- detail oriented. Yeah.
0: Um, so um, he 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 knows where he's going. He's on his way to kill uh, other parts of his family, and
1: uh, yeah, and he uh, Kim even calls up like the 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 section chief who's like leading these investigations, and we get like 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 these guys are running around. They don't know what's yeah. going on really, and and the guys like yeah, if anything happens to him, I'll kill you. Um, so they everyone rushes. So we get a scene where uh, Kim calls the father. And the phone is ringing, but the father doesn't go get it in time because the, because he also wants it. Because Jang shows door. up and it's like, package! <laughs> yeah, and and it's one of those things where how you just picked up the phone, you may have may have been saved. So then we get a, a cut of inside the house where Jang's just, like, like going through the fridge and, like, eating stuff. And then, like, looking at a picture, he's like, oh, yeah, you don't have a—yeah, you don't— the re- she, she did she didn't look she didn't look like the resemblance like is mother. really there must have must have yeah, taken after the really mom there.
0: yeah and so you see the and,
1: the and then the sisters got him coming yeah home. yeah and what is interesting though is i brought i i wanted to mention this as i was watching it last night is at this point in the film we don't see what he does to the father or to the sister we just see kind of the after effects of it because I think by this point of the movie, we already know his level of brutality. Well, no, we do.
0: See, we do see. You... I mean, he does. We do get to see him beat the father. The the father with the weight in the face. Did yeah, he's... we saw that. Did you not see that in your version?
2: No. Yeah, in my
0: version, which is the unrated version.
2: That's what yeah. I have.
0: What? Let me see what you got. Let me see what you got there. Yeah. Yeah, it's the exact that copy one. I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you yeah. not see that? So you know, he says that whole thing, you know, he's got the picture and he's like over top of him and he starts to beat him in the face with that weight and like in the oh. eye. And then as he's doing it, then the daughter comes home and he stops.
1: Oh, you're right. Oh, you know what you know what I was mentioning? Is the father's already on the ground bleeding at that well, point? Well, yeah, he we, we don't he see says, that part. Like, what yeah. were you thinking coming a- yeah, what were you thinking coming after yeah. me? You know what were you think? Yeah, you know, what were you gonna? You know what were? You, you yeah, yeah. Know, we don't see the initial attack. Yeah, but that's but but, but mean, yeah,
0: he's already now he's beating him even more, and then before he kills him, um, you know the daughter shows up, and now he attacks her. Um,
1: yeah, but we but don't, we see, don't that. see that though.
0: Yeah, um, we can just assume what he's going to do to her, um, and um, right then and.
1: And now he just, but what is interesting is that Jang decides that he's going to give himself up to the cops, which is kind of like the ultimate, like, (laughs) well, yeah, he's like, now you can't get to me. (laughs) Ultimate fuck you to Kim. Yeah, now you can't get to (laughs) me. Yeah, now you can't get to me. But basically, but Kim Um, shows
0: up at the house, um, and, you know, they won't let him in at first, and, but then.
1: And then he starts, like, taking out cops. Oh, "Oh, yeah, yeah, he's
0: beating the shit out of them, and then.
1: But then, like, apparently, like, two of them stop him at the door, and I'm like. Come
0: on, man, you could have done
1: that. Kind but of,
0: then they, the section chief on. guy stops him, and of course gives him his two cents, and says, "You know, you this is your fucking fault, basically." And um, yep. and so the, but then he lets him in because he wants him to see what he what he let happened.
1: What he and, let um,
0: happen? you know, the father's still alive, apparently. Uh,
1: yeah, his yeah, he moved
0: and his yeah. hand moved,
1: and I'm like, wow, I, he, he really took surprised. a beating. Um, yeah, but the
0: daughter of the sister is gone. he's gone, and so now then, Jang calls the section chief guy and. And they give the phone to Kim and basically more taunting, like, you know. And uh, I think after that we get an, a, a cut to this the sister in the alley. They find her body in an alley. Um, and he's you see Jang and he's driving away. And um, I guess from there...
1: Is she dead? I it looked remember, like I she was dead she... naked in the alley. That's
0: what it, look, it oh, looked okay. like.
1: Okay. That makes sense. Um, considering who...
0: And so now he's on his Um, way to give himself up.
1: Yeah, and he's gonna do it in the middle of the street, like in the middle of the road. And he, so he goes there. There's all cops just all around, and he gets up. He, you know, he's covered in blood. Oh yeah, yeah. It's very, very dramatic. Almost
0: kind of like uh, the movie Seven, where Kevin Spacey just kind of shows up and he's like, detectives. You know, like,
1: (laughs) Yep, yep, just like that. And he. Yeah, he's he has the knife in his hand, bloody knife in his hand. Steps out, has his hands up, and the cops are about ready to close in on him. Just to take him. <laughs> and then here comes and Kim. It comes Kim, and what he does though is he he opens his. <laughs> this was a very much a Fast and the Furious SUV. move,
0: very fast. Or, and or even the yeah, movie not Wanted. Not quite as crisp. You know, makes me makes me yeah. think of Wanted. Yeah. yeah,
1: not quite as crisp. Yeah, not as crisp. But. Um, but. And he, he like he backs the door over and to to, to knock it off its hinges so that it, he doesn't have a door anymore. So he he's he's speeding towards them. The cops are, are are going in, so it's like a race to get to this guy. And he ends up grabbing him and driving away. <laughs> and and at that point, I'm like, is there no cops and cars around here that can chase? Uh, yeah, it, it, there's there's a is few just, conveniences. Are, just everybody here There's
0: on a foot? few conveniences <laughs> in this movie, but you know, it's 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 all for you know like like you know a lot of great good movies you know you accept certain things so yeah he drives away grabs him drives away and now this is where he's finally got to end this yeah, yeah. so we're now we're back at the uh the torture we're back at, Square we're, we're back at the torture basement <laughs> the kill room
1: yeah where it all comes full yeah. circle
0: and he's got jang tied up uh underneath the guillotine and he's smoking a cigarette, kim's smoking a cigarette, you know, kind of just kind of how uh jang was at the beginning. You know, smoking a cigarette with his plan with his victim. Um and he's trying to elicit emotion out of jang. He's trying to get him to be scared. Yeah, he's trying to be he's trying to get him to be scared, try to get him to feel sorry for what he did. And this is where he realizes he, like you said earlier, this guy has no emotion. He has he's not scared. He doesn't stop. Well,
1: he literally he literally tells him. Well, initially he he like begs for his life, but it's a ruse. At least I've viewed it as a ruse. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a, a ruse.
0: He's pretending to be upset so that he will kill him. You know, it's kind of like, you know, like you said, the a good comparison is the Joker and Batman. The Joker will continue to push Batman to his furthest and get him right. to kill him so that he'll become him. And that's, you know, yeah. and that's, you know, this guy's, as the, the movie title says, the devil. I saw the devil. You know, this right. guy's pure evil. He's not, he doesn't care. So he he puts this fake crying match, like, please kill me. Oh, please do this. And really, you know, he knows, he realizes this guy's faking. And then when he sits there for a second, Jang then looks up and he's like, look, stop fucking with me. Are you going to kill me? Or are you not? Because I'm not scared, you know. Right. You know, and and he
1: I have no yeah, he's like I I don't have any pain. I don't, I don't know what pain is. Fear.
0: You do. Yeah. And and then you know, like he just lays it out to me. He's like there's nothing you can do to me that will teach me any lesson or anything like that. It's it's you know, you've already lost. I've already won. You know, the fact that he's let people other people die and he's had to become him in the process. You know, or at least close to him. Know, come down to his level
1: that he's already mm. lost
0: so yeah um
1: so he rigs it up so that um the when he's attached to that that makeshift guillotine from earlier in the film and then he he rigs it up so that it's there's a rope attached to the door which is attached to his mouth yeah. and what he and what Kim did that's kind of I mean this just shows kind of how the level he's fallen to is he's somehow been able to get the he parents lear- that yeah. we saw earlier and the son yeah. to come to come there. visit
0: there, and um... yeah,
1: and he's walking away as their cab pulls up, and you see them kind of you know blurred out in the background, but you kind of like you know who they yeah. are, and they walk in and they're like they're they're looking for him, and like they're like you know, and they're they're calling his name and all that stuff, and he's. And he's telling them, you know, yeah, don't come in, don't come in. Well, that's up because, it, you know, it's attached to the door. It's going to kill him. And, um, of course, they can't understand and, him
0: because he's got the rope in his mouth. Yeah, you know, and then
1: the, the rope starts to tear because he's got it in his mouth and his teeth. And then um, they
0: start to pull on it, and he's trying his best to hold on, which, of course, gives me the gb's because teeth and pulling teeth and... It just, mm. Like, he's really trying, and you hear the, the noises it makes when it starts to pull his teeth as he's ho- trying to hold on for dear life. It's like, ah, And so finally, they pull it open and cuts his head off.
1: And, yeah, do you think he felt any type of fear in that in that last sequence? I
0: think so. I think it finally hit him, especially with when he realized that it was his family. Um whom,
1: whom he, had Who he had abandoned he had abandoned have... but I think right.
0: whatever his deep issues where the person he became came from came from them came from the origins of his family um and I think that you know I think it shows that no matter how evil somebody is that there is it's still a person and that there is there is some kind of like Emotions coming from somewhere,
1: and it really—I mean—you see this all the time in the news, and even just looking back in just the history of just violent crime, and you know, in the world, is that there's always a family behind it, and you always wonder, like, what are what are what could they be possibly thinking? Like, what goes through their minds when, like, someone who is, you know, so you know, part of their family, literally, like. From them, like grew up with them, lived with them, you know, you know, a part of their DNA literally becomes this monster of a human yeah. being. Like I couldn't imagine what would run through, through someone and, and mind, I think having to confront. Yeah, them and I think I think
0: personally. that because, you know, it seemed like the parents were pretty decent parents. Um, like the father might have been a little bit of a deadbeat, but he was there, and so maybe he was, like. Afraid to show who his real self was to his family, Um, like for them to
1: what? I mean, what we haven't really discussed is that he had a he had a son. Yeah, he had a son. So, at what at what point did he have a? I don't know, healthy Uh, enough relationship. Maybe that's what broke
0: him. Maybe he had a relationship. The woman maybe cheated on him, or could be could have died. I I I think I think I mean he has such a demeaning like a hate for women. That, I yeah. think that a woman wronged him, and now he takes it out on every woman he runs into. Could you know, be. Um, and, really and then the we mom's really not there, him. so she's probably dead because he probably killed her. Um, yeah, he probably did kill
1: her. That could have been his first it could victim. could have been his first well, victim.
0: And so I think he was afraid to show his family who he really was in that last moment. And then, yeah, then he was dead.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But well, what happens? You know, his head. It, you know, his head gets cut off. He's dead, and then Kim still got um, a listening
0: device in the room, so he's yeah, hearing he it. it. Yeah, he takes it
1: off. He takes it off one final time, ta- and he. We don't. And we can just see that he just drops the, drops the, the com the, the listening yeah. device, and then he just breaks down in the road, and crying, and that's how the movie ends. Yeah. That is a. Emotionally bleak, and yeah, because he's he his his soul is oh yeah just destroyed. Yep. I mean, his soul is destroyed. Mur- I mean, not only is his fiance dead, her father I believe may also be dead. I mean, I'm just reading a recap, like you know you know keeping along with the Wikipedia recap here, and it says he's dead. But yeah, the sister, like you said, is dead. Like how like this road of revenge, also paved a path of destruction yeah. that's destroyed people's lives, his own life, and probably his moral soul. <laughs> you know, just yeah. I mean, devastating. He, 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 and this movie at the end, it, I don't know about you, Steven, but I felt like a sense of like, I can breathe now. Like yeah. damn, like wow, wow. And it's the same impact I I felt when I first saw it, and the same impact watching it for a second yeah. time.
0: Yeah, it's 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 definitely a roller coaster of violence and pain. And, um, but though it's very hard to watch, it's also very well shot and very well acted and very well. And it's, yeah. it's hard not to appreciate the, you know, craftsman craftsmanship of this, this movie. I mean, like it's not a very complicated movie, but sometimes these very simple subjects can be, um, you know, brought up by fantastic filmmaking and fantastic acting. And, and that's what I think this movie does is it's, it's not a difficult subject. It's not anything like special plot wise, or it's not something new. We've, you know, inter- you know, it's not something very complicated when it comes to themes, but it's.
1: Well, I, I would say it is, but I would also say like, there's no, um, like there's no third act twist. Well, no, no. You know I mean, I, mean, there's I know no, it, there's no like twist in the movie or well, anything. What like I'm saying that. is, is it's, we're, it's not, we're, not doing, we're not, we're not, we're not, exploring something that hasn't been explored
0: a lot we're exploring something we've explored many times in movies about you know good versus evil and how (laughs) some people fall to evil to defeat evil and it's something we've seen in a lot of films so it's not anything new but it's because of the filmmaking that it makes this movie exceptional you know
1: right and I it makes me want to see more of this director's work. Yeah. And I've sadly have not seen any of his other work. He hasn't
0: done any films in a, in a it's been a f- couple years since his last movie, but um I think a couple of his other movies, I think Good Bad and the Weird.
1: Oh, I Yeah, heard, yeah, I, yeah, I think yes. it's
0: like a play off of uh, obviously off of uh, Good, Good Bad, Bad and Ugly, the ugly. and yeah. I think it's like a comedy western of sorts. Um but um yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm with you. I, I definitely would like to watch more of this filmmaker stuff. Um, and and look, you know, South Korean, you know, films in general. You should check out more of them. I mean, there, there's some great films. We yep. already talked about Old Boy as we t- as we said earlier. Um,
1: yeah, I would say just Asian cinema yeah, in general. I, don't know. I think is amazing. I mean, I would even not even specifically horror or you know gruesome like this, but even something as simple as. Um, John Woo's uh, stuff from before he got the uh, to before before he came to the the yeah like hard boiled or yeah like hard boiled and the killer are really good um uh, is it make way for tomorrow I forgot what it's called let me let me look it up real quick but it's um it it, movies like that and also I mean I mean we're talking South Korea might as well talk about um you know uh parasite you know just one best picture
0: yeah Bong Joo Ho
1: yeah, Bong Joon-ho, look, look at his films. Um, yeah, just really just amazing. Yeah, it's A Better Tomorrow. Gotcha. That's the name of the movie. But, you know, Chow, Yun, Chow Yun-fat, um,
0: yeah. So, yeah, check out more it, Asian cinema. Um, really yeah, good, really yeah, good stuff. That, um, and that that's our yeah, last movie of uh, of October. Uh, I saw.
1: Of October, and hold on, Stephen, because I did not do my homework. Oh, Jesus, so I'll so... keep talking. I just remember literally I'm like, man, what are we going to yeah, do Jesus. next time? Oh, wait, <laughs> oh. what is, it is
0: November, right? But,
1: but it is November. So we do, um,
0: are we going to do another themed month?
1: Ooh, I would are say. Are we going to do so. a, a, a our, our
0: next, our second annual, uh, November?
1: I would, yes, yes we will. <laughs> and I think that would be the best, but I'm going to pick a film right, right now to do it. Um, but it's, yeah, October went by much faster than I thought. And we hit on a few few we had a good eclectic group of, of yeah, yeah movies, I mean we didn't
0: go straight up like slasher or uh you know, I think we decided to choose three different kind of like sub horror movies, you know, that are within, you know, the overall genre, you know. The first one we did, we did more of a, you know, a sci-fi, you know, twist on, you know, some horrific elements. Uh, with the ex- Existence. Um, and then we did right. uh, a more psychological kind of, um, you could say, real life type of horror movie with Night of the Hunter. Yeah, And yeah. Then this one right here is just, you know, closer to what I think a lot of people would consider horror, but it's also still a lot, you know, an action movie and a revenge movie. Um,
1: right. And yeah, but definitely horrific definitely, elements yeah. in terms of violence. Yeah. Uh, specifically, violence against women, and specifically just because blood, the, the horror bloody genre violence.
0: is not, uh, you know, only for uh, ghost stories or you know, possession movies, or you know, that that doesn't isn't the only thing that horror uh, capsulates Yeah, in.
1: That's the one thing with horror, or just to kind of put a button on the horror, you know, um, month, if you will, is that horror has a lot to offer more so than I think what people consider horror to be yeah and I think I mean there's it there it's steeped in um you know subgenres yeah yeah, I think I think
0: a lot a lot of filmmakers lately have been really exploring and expanding on the horror genre like with Get Out you know a a social commentary horror movie you know really I mean of course he's very inspired by movies like Candyman um but like mm, you know which yeah. we're getting a, a kind of a sequel slash remake of uh soon hopefully um but you know
1: well yeah it would be out already we yeah we, have, we probably had already seen it by yeah this but we're,
0: we're getting a lot more psychological horror um with things like hereditary and um you know stuff
1: yeah i think art house horror has made a huge uh
0: yeah the babadook comeback the babadook and, and stuff like that and
1: yeah, resurgence. I'd say I'd say it's safe. Um, but yeah,
0: that's that's the end of our horror month, and now we are moving on to our next episode, and it is Andrew's turn, and he's trying to figure
1: it, it out. It is, and I'm I'm looking, man. I got one, and it and it's a big. Wow. Oh. It's a big oh. one. It's a movie I hadn't seen in a while, but it's a big gift to Stephen. Why would you do I feel like that? he needs it? He needs it. Um, why? Why do I need I it? I think I'm gonna do it. I think we need to start it just because. Just to start because we're only going you know, how many um we only we only did three episodes for this month, so I think we only get three for next I, month. I right? think so. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what? Um LA Oh Confidential. Jesus.
0: Why That's wow. Dumb.
1: I haven't seen it in about in about ten years. Ten years. My first, yeah, it's one of my first Blu ray buys when I started buying Blu rays. I bought LA Confidential like really early on. I don't know why it was so cheap, but it was like $10. And, and let me go ahead and complain bar. now.
0: Where is like a new special edition of this movie? I know, seriously. Like this movie should have had a 20th anniversary. Um,
1: Three years yeah, ago. Yeah, you know,
0: <laughs> like special ultra edition 4-fucking-K by now
1: or something at least a remaster and the thing
0: is is this movie didn't win best picture it was nominated for best picture but for some reason but 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 it's you know when people talk about great movies of the 90s and in general they do bring up this movie still but for some reason yeah nobody's fucking updating this movie where's the new fucking scan of this movie
1: right and i mean yeah it's a stacked cast i mean for the for the the 90s, I mean, one, you know, Kevin Spacey did a lot of great work in the 90s. Obviously, he's a piece of shit now who's probably never going to work again. But, uh, yeah, he was in the movie. Russell Crowe, Guy Pearce, James Cromwell, uh, Kim, ba- Kim... Basinger. Um, Basinger. I mean, Danny DeVito's in the movie. Uh, uh, David... Uh, St- I, I can never pronounce his name. Strathern? Strathern? That sounds about right. Great actor. Yeah. Never pronounce his name. <laughs> but he's in the movie. And what is interesting about this film is that it it takes the elements the classic elements from the film noir genre, if I remember correctly. Like literally like the look and the feel and it's set back in the fifties. Yeah. So we get that feel and also like there's all kind of references I think i I'm that that people are gonna understand now if they've gone through film noir. So it's a, it's not a, a strict film noir, it's a neo noir, obviously. It's, it's it's definitely a, a neo noir you know, in the sense well. sense of yeah. the
0: style of the filmmaking. Um, but it very, I mean, it, I mean, if it was in black and white, you would say it was straight up film noir. I mean, it would,
1: yeah, they should have a black and white version.
0: I, hey, talk yeah. to whoever the fuck made the movie. I think it's a, I think yeah. it's a Fox movie. Maybe or might even be a Warner brother movie. Oh, man,
1: I don't, I don't even know who's putting it out. Um, well, I know is that, I mean, they missed the window for Curtis Hanson to do like, well, the thing is, is that, that's the, commentary? that's the, that's the thing
0: too is. When he died, you were like... Usually they like to capitalize on the death of people.
1: Sadly, and So yeah. I'm surprised
0: they didn't put out a new edition, so...
1: It actually is a Fox... It is a 20th century yeah. Fox So Fox. now Disney owns the shit. Who kn- yeah, who knows what's going to be happening with that back catalog, Jeez. with Disney now owning it. Um but it is it is very affordable blu ray if you want to buy it for $7 yeah. so, on amazon so
0: once again andrew gifts me a movie that i love this yeah. is whenever anybody asks me what my favorite movie is usually this is the answer i give so thank you andrew um, so right, not, not, I, see now I have, have to want, give him a gift next time.
1: I want to revisit I want to revisit it anyway and this is a great excuse to do Yeah
0: it. well thank you. Um, I'll watch it for the 20th time All right. <laughs>
1: okay, 20, oh, just 20 times Not, not nearly, nearly enough.
0: enough yeah 21 not 21 will enough. be good and I, you know the thing that, that the thing that I will probably do is I'm sure Brittany my wife has not seen this movie so I might try to show her the movie Now what now if she doesn't like it then I might be divorcing. But you know, that um,
1: <laughs> was, was a quick uh, as a quick, quick marriage, uh, yeah. Decision, yeah, 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 quick yeah. decision.
0: So we'll we'll see how that goes. But that'll be it for this episode. Um, where can we find you, Andrew?
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at cabzilla06, as well as my YouTube channel, Cabzilla Productions.
0: And you can find me on Facebook, Stephen Billings, or you can find me on Instagram at Cinema Discovery Project or on Letterboxd at Cinema Discovery. Uh, you can find the audio for this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Podbean. Thank you once again for listening, and hey, keep on watching the movies.
1: I know I will.